In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you out there who are mothers or those who act as mothers. It is a special calling and a demanding ministry, so thank you very much. And as I said before, we would not be here without you, so thank you. Today is also Good Shepherd Sunday. We heard the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Our collect even says so itself. O God, whose son Jesus is the good shepherd of your people, grant that when we hear his voice, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads. Now, the scripture readings that we hear each Sunday morning are on a three-year cycle. And during the other two years, the readings for this fourth Sunday in Easter actually talk a lot about shepherds and sheep. One year, Jesus tells us that he is the gate for the sheep, that whoever enters into his gate will be saved. The next year, Jesus tells us that he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. But this year, continuing in that same 10th chapter of John, we don't really hear much about the shepherd or the sheep, except for just one little bit. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Doesn't it seem like the world can be so full of voices, so full of noise that sometimes it's really hard to figure out who is talking and what we should listen to? Politicians are always telling us what we should think. Well, what we should think about them. Newscasters are always telling us what they think we should know. TVs and movies are always telling us how we should dress and who we should love. How could we possibly hear something like the voice of Jesus amidst all the racket that we deal with every single day? Of course, sometimes we do hear the voice of God quite plainly. Sometimes it might come to us in a dream or in a coincidence, what we think might be a coincidence. Sometimes it might be as we're kneeling at the altar rail, receiving the body and blood of Christ. We hear God somehow. We feel God's voice and know God's presence, directing us somehow what to do. But all too often, the voice of God seems to get lost in the noise of everything else. Where the gospel reading for this morning picks up, Jesus is in Jerusalem for the Feast of the Dedication, which today we call Hanukkah. He's walking in the temple and people are asking him, are you the Messiah? Tell us. And he responds by saying, I have told you. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you still don't believe. And just as Jesus explained in that temple that it's not only his voice, but his words and his actions that draw people to him, that same thing holds true even today. Now, granted, there's 
a lot more going on in our world that we are bombarded with today compared to Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. But if we take the time to open our eyes and open our hearts and our minds to see God already at work around us, there are amazing glimpses of the kingdom of God happening every single day. Just take the current war in Ukraine, for example. You might think that martyrs don't happen very much anymore. People laying down their lives for others and for what they believe in, but I beg to differ. Well, I pray that none of us will ever experience something like that in our lives. We have the opportunity each and every day to decide whether to listen and follow either what our society tells us and act solely for our own benefit and gain, or we can listen to that voice of Jesus and follow the example of his life and his works. The Apostle Peter listened to and followed the Lord, and we heard how this young girl, Tabitha, was raised from the dead. Not because of anything Peter had done by himself, but because the very essence of God is life-giving love. Now for us in 21st century Decatur, this might be something as simple as even taking the time out of your busy week to help bag up some dried beans and rice for people who otherwise wouldn't have anything to eat. The two situations might be hard to compare, but God is at work all the time working through us and in us, calling us each day, every second, to follow God's voice, to be God's hands, feet, feet, ears, and eyes in the world today. In the church world, the process by which we try to figure out what God is actually saying to us and what God is telling us to do is called discernment. You might have heard that term used in big moments in the life of the church, like one discerning their call to the ordained ministry, or a church discerning the call for the next rector, or diocese, the next bishop. But discernment can and should even be used for things like deciding what organizations to support with our outreach budget or even what book of the Bible a Bible study should study next. Regardless of the magnitude of that decision being made, this listening for God's voice, discernment, is a process, and it's very intentional. Now, I had lots of friends at seminary who had these big bolt of lightning moments. They knew exactly what God was calling them to do in their lives. And that does happen every once in a while. But more often than not, I believe God works on us in quieter and more subtle ways, often in that still, small voice. My own experience of discerning my call to the priesthood was a process that I didn't even really know had started. Looking back, God had started speaking to me while I was still in high school with just simple thoughts and hints of what if. 
What is God calling me to do? And those slight nudges continued and continued for a long time before I ever acted on them. Now, it would be nice if we just got a phone call or a notification on our phone from God saying, hey, show up here. I've got this job for you right now. Maybe you get those. I have not. But I can speak from my own experience. Those thoughts, those nudges toward God that we feel, those are no mistakes. They're not just random electrons firing off in our brains. And once we begin to recognize these callings and begin to lean into them, once we begin to pray about them and act on them, and most importantly, give God that time and space to show us what God is trying to say to us, that is when amazing things happen. That is when God's kingdom becomes life now on earth. That is when hunger and thirst will be no more. That is when the dead will be raised in Jesus' name. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jesus knows us. When you hear his voice, when you know Jesus is calling you, will you follow him? <laughs>